So the Ramchal concludes his discussion of kavod, of honor, as being one of the, the negative character traits, the, the drive for honor, um, and says that the principle here is that kavod is one of the greatest stumbling blocks that human beings have, okay, in terms of what, in terms of as of being driving them to do all kinds of um, negative things and make mistakes. He says, and it's impossible, really. Besides all the damage that it does, if a person is really living their life as a Jew is supposed to live his life, live his or her life, which is focused on developing a relationship with God, using the world as an opportunity to create a connection which is an eternal connection, it's a real connection, it's the greatest source of pleasure that a person can have in this world and the next. And, and he says it's impossible. It's impossible for a person to be an evid ne'aman l'kino, he says, to be a true servant to their creator, calls uh, so long as he's, is that they're worried about themselves, they're worried about me, my honor, how do I look, how do, how do people see me, do I have, a, you know, as, as long as that's, as that's what I'm worried about, Says, then I can't actually have a proper relationship with 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 the Creator, because um, it's going to be it's going to necessarily happen that a person is going to uh, end up foregoing kavod shemaim, um, the honor of heaven, which is really what we're here for. It's not our own honor, but it's trying. It's God's honor. It's trying to live in a way that we actually bring honor to God, not to ourselves. He says. He says if because you're going to end up minimizing the, the Hashem's honor because of because of your foolishness. And this is exactly what King David said. A very, very um, interesting incident which happened in Tanakh with King David, um, where the the Ark was being brought, the Aaron Kodesh, the Ark of the Covenant, was being brought um, to after after um, a period, a long period of time, was being brought to its proper place um, in Jerusalem, and. King David had it brought with a tremendous amount of fanfare and um, honor, and it was huge throngs of people, crowds and crowds and crowds, thousands upon thousands of people with with um, singing and dancing and food and right. And as they brought as they brought it, as he was dancing furiously, people were dancing. So it's almost like if you can imagine, I think you know Simchas Torah, a very very labidic Simchas Torah times times a thousand. Um, is that he was dancing furiously in front of the in front of the arn as it was being brought uh, as it was being brought in, and um, his wife, um, one of his wives, Michal, who was the um, actually the daughter of King Saul, and King Saul was a very was known as being a very very um, sneeze man. He was known for his sneeze, and so she had grown up. Uh, she had grown up with a very very high sense of you know standard of sneeze. Um, you know, modesty and dignity. You know, from, she saw from her father, and she felt that King David had uh, behaved in a way that was inappropriate for for who he was. You know, the way that he was dancing in front of in front of the ark like that. Um, there's this, there's an interesting separate shalom bias uh, vort here um, about you know about women's expectations of their husbands coming from based on their fathers. But that's a side point. Um, and um, she criticized him. She criticized. King David and said that it was it was actually beneath you the way that you acted, and he says I would do even more his answer I would do even more than this okay I would be because I would you know lower myself even more before the honor of Hashem and actually she her she was considered to be she was in error for having criticized him 
and because the people of Tanakh were very great and their and their 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 faults are held up under under a microscope, um, the magnified force. So she actually, as a re- as a result of that, it says that she died in childbirth. In childbirth, okay. Um, but anyway, so the it says the true honor. What is what's true honor? True honor is only knowing the Torah. That's knowing that if you, that's you want to be you want to have honor. It's not money. It's not driving a fancy car. It's not having people think you're so chashiv and so wonderful and you're right. But but it's actually honor is Torah. And like the sages said in Perkei Avos, ain't kavod el Torah. The only honor which really exists is Torah. If you know Torah, then you are a person who has honor, as it says in Mishlei. It says kavod chachamim yinchalu. It says. The sages, the wise people, will inherit honor. And without, besides that, there is nothing in the world which is real honor. If everything is, it's just false, it is imaginary, if it's hevel, it's nothingness, it has, it's not going to help you than anything else that, that, that you have. You have people, you know, people um, groveling in front of you, people who, who are begging you for, for help and for position and for money, whatever it is. He says, that is, that's, that's not honor, that is, that's your imagination, that's, that's not real. He says, and, and someone... It is, it is fitting for a person who wants to achieve cleanliness in their midas, in their character trait, is they have to completely cleanse themselves and purify themselves um, from this character trait. And then, as Yatzliach, then you'll be successful.